Yo, friends, family, what's up? Welcome back to Just My Thoughts. Hey, just want to let you know this episode is technically the first episode of Bull Behavior. Uh, this is going to be our new podcast with our group from Corsair Coin. Uh, we're super heavy into Bitcoin and we're heavily invested. I uh, just want to let you know ahead of time that we will be switching over to that show. But for now, here's the first episode. Enjoy. But you about to witness is my thoughts. I just won't even say anything about locations. Just for the rare, I fact. We are. Uh, Is this turning get stronger or not? Nah? I, I don't know. All right. But the uh, the mics are on. The mics are hot. Yeah. The mics are hot. Boys, welcome. Let's go. Our second attempt. At the first episode of Scallywag Radio. What's Let's up, Scallywags? No Tom Brennan, <laughs> Brenneman uh, moments here. Hot mic. I don't want to talk about oh, the fag capital of the world. The left field. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, aggressive start. I like it. So last time we got on here, um, I had like 97 windows open in Chrome and maybe a couple applications going on. We were uh, devastated both for ourselves and for you, the listener, that our shit didn't work. So uh, it was my a apologies, great guys. trial run. The boys were buzzing, and there's no reason why we can't do that again a hundred million times. Sadly for you guys, we uh, gave away a lot of money on that too. I, I, yeah. I gave out my <laughs> I gave out my Bitcoin address and everything. Yep, free sets. Yeah, airdrop Shiba. <laughs> <laughs> I made a lot of money on Shiba last week. I uh, so as you guys know, I just got done with a little coronavirus, but Shiba made me. Uh, you know, happy to have the coronavirus. It was it was fun. Yeah, was you were crushing it on there. You talked Dude, about it. Dude, I was times. killing it. Market well, doesn't. Shiba sleep. was killing it. Yeah, it was. It, it was, was at uh, like eleven thousandths of a cent, and went up to thirty four thousandths of a cent. Whenever I got out, that's like three hundred percent. I mean, if you can get in and out, you guys, you guys that's know my stance on yeah. uh, on the shit coins. But yeah. I, I I am a fan of making money. So if ultimately you're trading. To make more money, then you know I would say I'm more of just like a monetary maximalist. Like Bitcoin is clearly the best money; it's clearly the best product. But if you want to use other methods to be able to make more money to buy more Bitcoin, mm-hmm. then it's a free market, and you should be able to fucking now, do that. The, th- the thing I respect about Ray Diddy, Ray Low, is the fact that he is a toxic maximalist. (laughs) (laughs) Never self-proclaimed. Everyone always says that, like, I think, I think you're only a maximalist if other people call you a maximalist. Because I don't think anyone who actually just thinks Bitcoin is the best would call them that. Technically, a maximalist is supposed to be like someone who literally does nothing but Bitcoin, right? Like, they don't. Yeah, I think the... The term for maximalist would would describe a scenario where Bitcoin eventually is absorbs everything else and there's no other coins. Mm -hmm. And at the end, Bitcoin is the only winner. And while I think that's going to be true, I think that, you know, there's probably going to be other coins that exist along the way that people want to trade. Now, if you're going to be trading over, you know, the course of weeks and months, then you could do well. But I mean, over time. Bitcoin is is just going to be the last man standing always, you know. That's it's a legit shitcoin casino. Like, yeah, that's one thing I've learned is like I, I'm in the same camp where I think Bitcoin's going to be the last man standing and the only important one. But 
spending my every day in the trenches the last two months of trading like fucking trading like an asshole um people love to trade and people love their shit coins yeah they love the idea of getting rich quick we're all making buku money or value like you know everyone's like crushing it right now in the casino but i think the big thing why people are bitcoin maximalist or toxic maximalist is the fact that like they're striving for the complete opposite of what we have today which is literally a dying fiat currency and i don't know when i read the bitcoin standard i just finished it like it changed everything for me because i started Mm -hmm. to realize like yeah you're gonna make all this money on the crypto agnostic environment you know of people that just want to make a fuck ton of money but at the end of the day bitcoin is truly the only thing that is the antidote yeah, it's it's a score. system. It's a system of rules, not rulers. So, mm. in some of these shit coins, in most of these shit coins, Can you say that again. It's a system of rules, not rulers. That's so, huge. Yeah. That so, huge. so what we're trying to do is, like you said, Shri, well, perfectly, we're trying to avoid the scenario that got us here in the first place, where we're a million dollars. I mean, a million dollars, trillions and trillions of dollars in debt. Um, the the currency yeah, is getting de- debased like crazy. We're having supply chain issues. Everything's all fucked up. Um, and it's just a complete mismanagement of of money and money printing co- that caused this. And um, you know, it's because there's a small group of people that are in charge of that money printing, the and state. they can change the rules and they can do whatever they want. And in some of these shit coins, you have. Uh, a foundation or a like system of governance where the founders really can change the policy of the coin at any time and you know you as the user of the coin or the person who buys the coin don't really have any say in that you know you're just kind of just pissing in the wind with everyone else so and in bitcoin that's not possible because we have 30,000 computers worldwide distributed that are verifying and validating the rules every fucking you know every second and and we can be confident that um you know if you run your own node that your transaction is valid and exists on the blockchain so i mean it's it gets audited constantly and the fed hasn't been audited since 1951 with gold standard you mean or why was that near the gold standard uh that's the last time the fed had an audit like the federal (laughs) that's freaking wild yeah damn no wonder 1971 shit's all fucked up. Was the, was, the, was when we got off the gold. No standard. wonder shit's all fucked up. All we need CNN Nixon. audited. We need yeah. all these big media organizations audited too. Do you guys ever hear the story about how the Fed got started? Or read into it at all? I think I listened to a uh, Bitcoin Audible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I about think, that. I think uh, I think I probably am referencing the same one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but basically. Uh, some biggies back then. I think it might have been like Rockefeller and the boys um, basically teamed up with the government and they, under the guise that they were going to be preventing monopolies um, and under the guise of antitrust laws, <laughs> it, which is, you know, Rockefeller, the greatest yeah, monopolist of yeah, all time. Yeah. They probably had good hey, intentions by the way, when it first I'm started. A big Rockefeller no, 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 fan. No, you don't think so? Was, no, absolutely not. It was created so that they could create, um, you know, the, basically become Cantillon. Cantillon, uh, the Cantillon effects, the, the people who are um, benefiting by being right next to the people who print the money, because the Cantillon effect is the principle that uh, the people that are closest to the money printer get to benefit and use the money uh, before it gets distributed throughout the rest of society. And then by the time it makes it down to the plebes like us, uh, the, the money has lost all of its value. So, yeah. Yeah. 
I'm a big fan of uh, Rockefeller, by the way, and I think it was like one of his sons, or um, I think I don't think it was actually John D. Rockefeller. He was a bad dude. You like toxic masculinity, like we do. I do. I do enjoy toxic masculinity. <laughs> yeah. And toxic max maximal toxic maximalist. That's hard to say. Yes. I wanted to drop Freedom that. Maximalist. I wanted to yes. drop that. Yes, sir. <laughs> things I've said already, just to make sure in the first ten minutes, anyone we don't want listening has probably turned it off at this point. Yeah, so. dude, that is the best part about Bitcoin. Is the most annoying people, the fucking haters, the people who are just not that they don't get it or that they don't like it. They haven't put the time in, and they just hate seeing the the vibe of basically like you said. The vibe. Yeah, basically like you said. Um, of, of everyone else winning and they're just haters and those are going to be the last people to adopt it and hey man as long as they get in like around 200k I, that'd be like the next <laughs> the couple they'll still be in good that'd shape like though two probably. Months, bro. as long as you're still buying bitcoin because you want to and not because you have to then you're lucky but yeah, that's a good point I like that at the end of the day like if you listen to the bitcoin or read the bitcoin uh, standard and you're still not at least like a toe deep in Bitcoin, mm-hmm. you should be all the way in, but it, all the way in the pool. But if you're like not, then you just—I don't even know what to say to you. Like you're not understanding history and how like this is all about to play out. Well, they probably just don't even know like the like, basics of it. They probably like I was one of those people six months ago. I just thought it was magic money, like yeah. internet money. It's I didn't understand that it's like it built on yeah, it's like built on a rock solid monetary foundation. Like that's yeah. exciting. That's why it's funny when people say Bitcoin's not backed by anything. Yeah. And well, you mentioned 30,000 people are running the network. I was like, it's backed on that. Yeah. It's exactly. not one person and, and pulling a lever. Work. So yeah. there's, there's miners that are contributing energy in the form of hash power, which is the mining machines are these complex machines that. Um, these contri- expensive machines. <laughs> yeah. They contribute energy to the network, and the network uses that energy to secure and to secure itself and operate. And uh, by, by winning. Uh, a mining reward you you mine the block into the blockchain and it's there forever on a public ledger that can be audited at any time and every one of those coins that gets produced was proven because there was energy that had to be put in there's a production cost that's what safedine always gets into safedine by the way oh my god what a g absolute <laughs> savage online he's been savage about everything from you know economics to covid uh, to politics, I I can't get enough of that guy. I listen to every fucking thing he puts out. Um, What's what is it? Podcast? Uh, he has so it's the Bitcoin Standard podcast. Oh shit! Yeah, and he does like he he actually he has did a, it wrote the book right? Yeah, yeah. He has a free uh cor- He has free courses on sailor dot org too. Also, our Lord and sail- Sailor. Yeah, <laughs> our Lord and Sailor. That guy <laughs> might be like yeah. he's like the ultimate Bitcoiner. Like that guy is the top of the mountain. Dude, he's like, up. I think he, has more he, bought, than anyone, he bought two. He's he his cost basis. I think is like two and a half billion, and he's at like seven billion now. Does anyone um, own more than him? <laughs> uh, like yeah, micros? yeah. So the Winklevoss are actually the largest. Uh, oh, I thought he was individual or, or holders. The Winklevoss oh, so uh, bought in at sixty-eight dollars. I think. I thought MicroStrategy was the number one. They could be. They could be the the biggest institution or entity that holds Bitcoin. I know Grayscale Bitcoin Trust has a shit ton too, because because they yeah. bury from from Grayscale 
by the way, great, uh, they announced this week that Grayscale is converting their Bitcoin trust into a spot physical ETF. I saw that. Um, I don't know what it means, but I right saw now it. it's tra- right now it's trading at like a, a hefty discount to NAV, and that NAV is net asset value. Um, so what that means is generally the the spot ETF or the Bitcoin trust is supposed to track the price of Bitcoin. So when Bitcoin is 50K, it should be like $50 a share or close to that. Um, the way that the government set up uh, the ability to purchase Bitcoin in a trust is basically there's just like some regulatory regulatory moats around it. So you have to pay these premiums and there's like a lockup period where you can't sell. Um, that's the only way they were really allowed to get an ETF. He was the first one to do it. So he has, he's actually sitting on a bunch of physical Bitcoin. And once they convert that trust into an ETF, then he'll be able to turn his his trust into a spot ETF where they're issuing shares against an actual pool of Bitcoin. Whereas these ETFs are getting approved this week are issuing shares against futures contracts that are cash settled. So there's no physical Bitcoin ever being transacted. And it's basically nothing burger for price. But at least it's drawing attention. Hopefully it's not going to get manipulated like it's they been, tried to manipulate. It's helped a little so bit. It's pumped the price just a little. Oh, that the price was pumping no matter what. Like I, think? I, I, I think that this did bring more eyeballs to Bitcoin. Bro, we're in volume. October. One, yeah. one billion. Volume. One billion yeah. in one day. Yeah, but yeah, but I mean, it, we went up like three percent, and we were going up like three and five percent every day anyway. I, yeah, true. But that was probably. I mean, obviously, I think we all agree that was in anticipation of the ETF. It could. I think that's definitely a contributing factor. But I think it's just. Have you guys seen the? Um, the 2017 graph placed on t- the 2017 bull market graph placed on top of the 2021 or 2020. Like I've seen a lot of people doing 2013 to compare it. So 2013 is a good one because 2013 had that big period. They had like a double pump. They had like the pump in spring and then it was like cold all summer. And then it pumped again in Q4. And that is similar to this. But tracking the 2017 price chart. It literally looks, if you put them on top of each other, exactly the same. It's crazy. And that's significant because charts follow patterns. I yeah. think uh, if I wasn't like trading as much as I have been, I would never have known like it's probably going to follow the same shit. Yeah, dude, it's programmed in. Like Bitcoin's price is predetermined. It's programmed in. It's going up forever. I, yeah, I talked to a friend that played basketball with today. I was like, dude, did you buy your Bitcoin yet? He's like, no, no, I got to wait till it goes down. I'm like, stop it. Stop, 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 know, stop, stop. No. I've been telling buy so it. many people <laughs> since last year, and I'm not going to act like I've been in the game for so long, you know, but I, I did. I fell in love. You told me to hard. buy it at eight yeah. grand. <laughs> I told so many people to buy it, you know, sub 10, sub five. Um, and I was just just trying to help people out, like, Sometimes when you're trying to tell people about Bitcoin, you come off like a shill. Like, why are you trying to sell that, me something? I was taking a piss today. Like, I was dude, like, I'm not getting a commission from you. your from your Bitcoin <laughs> purchase. <laughs> it's enthusiasm, man. Yeah, we're just those, we're excited. Those people will be back when, when it's fucking... Yeah. I hate when people try to act like, we, like we're trying to say like we need them to buy. Otherwise, their price won't go up. It's like, no, man. Like It's going up no matter what. We're just trying to be good Samaritans. Just trying to, you know, pass on the good word to you. Like, hey, you man, either get brother. in, you get out. Like... All the people we told back at 20K that didn't get in, it's now at 64, 65. Dude, I had somebody tweet me yesterday. He said, at Jeremy McGrew, drop a lump sum in Bitcoin today or do I get one more 10K drop of a chance to invest in it then? Speculations, thoughts? 
My reply was, time in the market is awfully tough. Seems pretty strong right now. Tried to drop off yesterday and went right back up. Dive in. 10K difference will be a drop in the bucket in 10 years. He texted me this morning. He said, or he sent another tweet today. He said, hey, happy I bought that thing earlier. Already seeing stupid gains. Hashtag Bitcoin. We got a new Bitcoiner. Shout out to my brother Marquise. Marquise. Welcome to the club, bro. Dude, you, all right, hold on. Before anyone says anything else, I got something to say. Oh, please. My banker is retarded. <laughs> like, fucking dumb, man. Like, uh, he, he's a cool guy. I mean, I'm not like, I don't, I'm not saying I dislike him. Like, I'm rooting for him and his family, and I hope he has a great life. But he always tells me every time, he's like, I try to talk to him about Bitcoin. He's like, dude, I'm not investing in that type of stuff. And I'm like, I get maybe there's a trickle down effect, like his management, his leadership, the executives. They probably say like as a financial advising standpoint, mm-hmm. he's not my financial advisor. I'm just saying like PNC in general. Probably tell them like you know don't bring that up. Like let's stick to like what we know. Meanwhile, there's like people out on Twitter and all these other spaces that never took financial advising certifications, schooling, any of that type of thing, and they're making a more just sound. Games decision Apes. than any than all these guys like smart guys too like I don't doubt like their intelligence necessarily like mm-hmm. a lot of these like people on Wall Street and stuff but it's just like they're now behind the curve and yeah. like I just find that like pretty wild to think about which is why when I crazy. saw Raylo when I walked up here I said bro we're blessed like he's like bro we got a long way to go and I was oh, like yeah. well no I'm saying we're blessed like we're we got in early and we're literally living in this time like that right now I just feel blessed isn't it crazy I feel like how, an American yeah. in 1775 talking to a British redcoat? Yo, yo, motherfucker, join the winning team. Yeah, like, no, that'll never happen. We're banks. We're the we're the good guys. We're always gonna win. Yeah, yeah. I think that a lot of them are hesitant, and whether or not it's, I mean, structurally, like you said, it's probably his. They they tell him not to talk about Bitcoin, but even further than that, Bitcoin seeks to disrupt the very system that these people. F- flourish in so people that have played the game really well up until now don't want the rules to change but can they Uh, just invest and tell people to invest like if they just do their homework for like literally a couple hours or i guess one thing thinking the etf helps with that certainly yeah i talked to a financial advisor he said there's no good vehicle for me to say like to any of my customers to invest in it yeah they don't want to buy spot bitcoin and then hold it most most of the institutions that buy bitcoin have someone else hold it Um, they don't want to take physical custody of it uh, so, I don't know. What, what uh, a cool stat I saw today was um, right now it's sixty five, sixty six k, whatever we're at all time high. Shout out all time high. All time high. All time high. We're at. Point. Shout out to my man Travis at Hellspot. By the way, I walked in the store. Today, all I said was all time high. Yeah. Oh, he's pumped. <laughs> Dude, I wish I wish I would have seen someone today. I, I mean, I was I was telling everyone that I can that would listen that there was an all-time high but it was a lot mostly through text but safetyne actually said this on a recent podcast um bitcoin is at like 66k right now and it's 0.5 its total market is about 0.5 percent of the total addressable market and the total addressable market is basically all of the money that's in assets in bank accounts right now mm. you know because it's isn't it didn't it just come like a top 10 currency like it's like bigger than other world countries mm-hmm. currencies yeah so 
we got a long way to go like i said we're just getting started but damn it feels good feels good damn to be a gangster man yep we gotta you guys care if i go live no go for it see if we can get anybody asking questions I, if you want man i don't really want you to get censored or yeah know, that's true are you really trying to have like your instagram get taken down <laughs> that's fine Hey, I'm gonna get another claw. If that's Do it. Okay. Did you have a mango waiting for me yeah, in the fridge? Yeah, it's uh, your it's your mango, and it's sitting in the fridge. Um, it's been waiting on you. It's getting chilly, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's chill. It's chill, bro. Yeah, I have to cut back a little bit on my boozing since Saturday. We got yeah, we got cray cray. <laughs> I had a nice little personal day Saturday. God damn, that was maybe one of the best days of my life. Really? Yeah. Was that the day you took the gummy? Uh, I've been taking gummies every day. Yeah. But it was, um, I woke up, it was the first day when I was feeling like, <clears throat> I was feeling like almost 100% and went to the store and went and got a workout, had a nice little steak and some beans, watched some Hell on Wheels and, uh, had myself a fire, like chopping wood and shit. It was Fuck just yeah. the best. It was the that. best. Travis, what's up, brother? I was just talking about you. We're uh, podcasting right now. Mr. Alex Cole. Alex, you want to join us? Dude, have him join in. You, you can have people. My darling sister, in. Melissa. What's up? <laughs> That'd be so funny. Cheers, my man. Cheers, brother. Oi, oi. Oi, oi, oi. So, who, who do you all know? Do you guys know people that are super close to you? Maybe even family members that aren't yet into Bitcoin. Maybe aren't coiners yet. Maybe they have some type of uh, anxiety. They just feel some angst around the idea that... Because I, I do. I mean, well, most of my family like understands it kind of, but like, because obviously me and my brother have been pumping it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, what do you say? I guess my question is like, what do you say to people you What's love? You know, people you really love, people you care about, whether that be friends, family, whatever that still are having a hard time around it. And I know you can't like force them obviously to do something with their money, but yeah, like you have any like, other than like sending them books or continuing to just like persistently feed them positive news outside of just the price, you know, like what other I think of- I think it's a good question. I think it's going to be different for every person because not everyone's going to respond to the same, you know, type of uh, incentive. So for me, I luckily lucky I got I got all my family on board um, because you know I care about them, right. and eventually I was just persistent. And if you keep coming with coming correct with data and facts and and, and history and and just trying to present your case as best as possible, uh, but not being too pushy, and really just let them know that you're you're trying to help them preserve their wealth, their wealth that they've spent time and energy on, and time is the scarcest asset in the universe and you will never be able to get more time and your energy is very valuable as well so you get paid a wage or whatever and it gets inflated away every year and if you don't get that same raise then your wages are going down whatever's sitting in your bank account is going down and they're stealing they're stealing from you they're stealing your time and they're stealing your energy and Who's they? I know. I know who they is. But they is just the people that are in control of the money supply. Because at the end of the day, you can say inflation is this, inflation is that. Inflation, uh, like inflation my, is five and a half percent. Yeah. That, it's not really though, because yeah, that doesn't include like yeah, some. Big yeah, that's a rigged ass stat. You're trying to boil down 
everything in the universe to one number and that makes it easy to rig um, but inflation like Michael Saylor says is a vector so you're really measuring inflation whatever it is that you want to buy so if you want to buy a house that's up a lot more than five percent you want to buy a car or a used car even that's up a lot more than five percent if you want to go to school if you want to pay for education if you want to get health care that's up way more so yeah. your 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 money in your bank account is basically just an, a melting block of ice and and you need to put that in a stronger vehicle where it's going to be able to preserve your purchasing power this over time sound bites dude <laughs> <laughs> was, dang i just missed it holy shit yeah the sound uh, up. i'm looking oh. at uh i need to get another car and man the used car prices are up 25 percent. the chips dude the chip shortages yeah it's because all the Bitcoin machines. <laughs> it's because they don't make enough of them, and it's concentrated supply in one area. I think um, the dude from Blockstream, what's his name, Adam Beck, he's a very early contributor to Bitcoin. He actually created uh, Hashcash, which is the start of proof of work, which uh, Satoshi used to make. He cited in the Bitcoin white paper. He used uh, Adam Beck's Hashcash to make Bitcoin proof of work. Uh, the, the proof of work aspect of it. Uh, I think he's trying to get into producing ASICs in uh, the West, in in Canada maybe, or at least in North America, so that we'll be able to hopefully keep up with this chip shortage. You know, but like you said, there's there's a lot of a lot of uses for these chips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was uh, talking to my man Doug now at the gas station, and he uh, builds computers. He's like, I can't get any fucking chips because you Bitcoiners are taking them. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's a great line. It's true, but you're getting a lot of love on here. I think people want to see you. you want to, what you want what do you join? mean? What, the live speak or what? Is that Just Roger? people, yeah. Well, Daryl. Wait, am uh, I on Oh, Daryl. My boy Daryl. That's yeah. hilarious. Um, no, I got a question for you, though. So, well, first of all, shout out to you, man. You've said uh, my guy, my dude, all this stuff about random people. Just because I want to pay homage to you and your ability to just make friends with everybody, <laughs> teach them a little bit about Bitcoin, and just be a good person, man. Like We're you're always happy, man. But I'll drink to freaking, that. Woo! Yeah, Give cheers it, to giving you. Giving up some pumpish, bullish uh, sentiment at all times. Yes, sir. Drink so, a little whiskey uh, and water. What was my question? Oh, I don't know. You got your wife into this, though, man. So Yeah, I do, man. And it happened, actually, kind of rather quickly. But yeah, uh, we're tell us a little bit about like, that. You don't have to tell us all the details, but like, just tell yeah, us a little about that experience. That's a good thing to talk about. So, um, as you guys know, I get obsessed with, like, I dive into shit. I remember you're like, McGrew, if you get good at this, I'm like, I promise you I'm going to get good at it. Because anything <laughs> I dive into, I get fucking obsessed with. Until I get good at it. Yeah, I went up there and you had like three TV screens. Yeah. Literally <laughs> within like two days. Like, and damn. I was listening to Sailor. He's like... If I'm whatever, if I'm looking at this as an investment opportunity, I'm leveraging everything. I'm leveraging my house. I'm leveraging my car, my credit cards, my any lines of credit, and I'm putting it all in Bitcoin. And I'm like, huh? I don't know if I'm going to go quite that far, but we did. You know, we're leveraging some stuff because you know it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. We're not irresponsible. She's uh, very not conservative. She's very wise. Caitlin is in uh, the way that she. She, she believes she in you out being Yeah, oh, definitely, yeah. <laughs> and but I was even with her, like, um, even with her, I was, you know, just explaining this to her. I'm trying to show her how it works, but yeah, we've put some leverage into it because, uh, you know, this is. I hate to say it's like an opportunity to get rich quick, but it's like a really opportunity a don't get to build poor, slow. wealth. Yeah, don't get poor slow. Yeah, yeah. that's fine too. 
but it's like a great chance to build wealth um you know with a low entry you don't need to buy a building you don't need to buy a bunch of shit i was telling one dude today i was like dude you can buy five dollars yeah it's like oh i didn't know that they had to buy a whole coin i'm yes, like no dude it's crazy unit bias is a, is a huge thing um you know for people that don't know bitcoin is divisible by 100 million units so that's made so that as bitcoin grows in price you'll always be able to transact with it it's highly divisible um so that it can be a medium of exchange if you want it to right now it's just a store of value but i love that you're doing that because i think it was uh pierre i forget his last name he uh he coined the term uh the speculative attack and that's basically what sailor's doing too and then also uh Saifedean talks about in his new book which isn't out yet called the fiat standard how basically everything is debt. Like if you look at the dollar bill, it says fiat standard. That's says, exciting. It says debt on it. So what you're doing is you're basically saying that I'm going to borrow as much of this sh- shitty money, and if my loan is denominated in this shitty money, if I park the value of that loan into a harder asset, then that asset's going to appreciate faster than the 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 loan will. And if anything, the loan's actually going to go down in value. So you're ability to eventually you're going to be able to just borrow against your bitcoin and then as bitcoin goes up you can just refinance and then you know you'll i mean you you could never have to sell in the future once these uh on and off ramps from you know more financial services companies are allowing uh bitcoin to be used as collateral then you'll be able to take loans out against your bitcoin and you'll never have to sell um, but yeah, I love that. Take some, take as much. Give me all the debt. Give me all the debt. Give me all the fiat debt, and I'll buy Bitcoin with it, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, my uh, give me all the mining machines. <laughs> yeah, give me all the mining machines too. My man Travis, uh, that I was telling you guys about earlier. Yes, yeah, to Travis, he said traditional financial returns have been forever changed now with crypto investing. What used to be a year to year to date percentage gain on your portfolio is now possible ten times faster. It's like yeah. It's true. Well it, said, Travis. It's uh, it's it's very important to make sure that you're looking at at the time frames of a lot of these gains because you know we were talking about shit coins earlier, and yes, you could get a way higher multiple than maybe you'll get in Bitcoin over a certain period of time. But in the long run, you know, most of these things are going to eventually crash because there's really no underlying value. Um, it's just people trading, playing hot potato beefing up the market we got these shit coins with liquidity pools which is literally a ponzi where they issue out more claims than uh there actually are coins mm. so if one big whale comes in and uh withdraws from the liquidity pool they call that a rug pull all right people don't get their money and then yeah back. and then everyone else is just shit out of luck and then usually what happens is like the font the founders just close it off and you know, it's usually an inside job like the people who start these coins they pre-mine them and then they control all the rules and like you were saying earlier Strebel, like that's the exact opposite of why we got in this game mm-hmm. we want no we want rule rules not rulers so um, my friend Mark in here he says, I'm not going to buy into it. I think it will be a sinking ship. Only land appreciates during a recession. I think we're heading into one. It reminds me of a Ponzi, Ponzi scheme I lost in once. Um, so Mark is, I think he works for the Postal Service. Mark's just messaging. Um, Call into the show, man. Don't just send <laughs> messages. We're going to talk. Mark, to Mark you wanna, <laughs> let me know if you want to join, join us real quick. Um Mark's a middle-aged man, and he's an awesome dude, and we met at the gym, and he's been 
a great guy. It would be so, a great show. Like, yeah. you call like the Bitcoin flippers or something. Like something where like you have someone on a show that's a bear, and then by the end of the show, they're a bull. Dude, that yeah. is a great that's show. That's a good idea. Yeah. But I would say, I would some say, some people are just too immutable to to want to take a change on their stance because they just are emotionally attached. But sorry, go ahead. No, I don't know. I, I think it's totally reasonable to be conservative with your hard-earned money, like we were just talking about. That's your time and energy. That's your wealth that you worked really hard for. Um, and I think when uh, when we see the price of Bitcoin so high and we see it going up so fast. The natural instinct is to think that it's too good to be true, and that's you know that's probably a smart natural instinct. But if you do your diligence and you and you read up on it and you read that it's 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 completely based on math and software code that can't be changed unless you get thirty thousand people to agree on it, uh, and it's supported running twenty four seven. It's never it never goes down, um, and it's a scarce asset in a time of infinite abundance where we live and, and dollars are abundant and the value of the dollar is just going to keep going down because the debt is getting higher and they have to mm. keep printing more money to keep up with this debt we'll never be able to pay our way out of this debt so we have to inflate the currency that the debt is measured in mm. and by doing that everyone loses everyone who's holding dollars loses and anyone who's holding assets wins i do i do agree that there's going to be a, a come to jesus moment where you know a lot of these assets that are way overvalued are going to come crashing down and, and in that short term bitcoin might even take a little bit of a hit but i'm so confident um just in bitcoin that it's it's over time if, if you're measuring your your gains in, in years uh rather than you know weeks and months then then you're going to be fine would you this is kind of like a not a theory but the way i perceive it is like would you say like right now because i know every country is kind of different how they utilize bitcoin you know obviously a lot of people use it in other countries get sent money um some people use it as a medium of exchange like el salvador is starting to do that and then as far as like Everyone's always like, oh, it's a Ponzi scheme that's just going up and everyone holds, blah, 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 like the people who are doubters. But would you say like in America right now, it's like it is a store of value. But the reason why it's only really a store of value, like, yeah, I hold Bitcoin and I don't really use it on a day-by-day basis. But that's because there's no serviceability. Like, I can't just go into a store really and just like buy Bitcoin. A lot of places don't accept it yet or it's just like, you know, not a common um, merchant. And so like... I think over time it's a slow transition into being a medium of exchange. Like people like Mark Cuban, who like loves to play devil's advocate on Twitter and talk crap. Like he says all the time, "Oh, it's just the best store of value in the world." Well, has it ever occurred to anybody like maybe eventually it's like a transition? Like it will get to the point of being a medium of exchange. I don't know how long we are until it happens. Maybe five, ten, twenty years. But I just think like it's just a process. Yeah, you're talking about what um, some would call hyper Bitcoinization. Mm-hmm. Hyper Bitcoinization is when Bitcoin is the main. It's it's the time somewhere in the future where Bitcoin becomes the main medium of exchange. Uh, right now, which I agree, we're nowhere near that. Yeah, right now. and and we don't. But that's exciting. To, we don't even have to get there in order. For that's Bitcoin exciting to to be incredibly <laughs> valuable we don't it could it could get to millions of dollars per coin and never become a medium exchange and and it doesn't really matter i think you brought up a great point when you talk about the way other countries use it though because that kind of tails off of what i was saying earlier with it's uh you know if you're able to buy bitcoin because you want to and not because you have to um then you're in good shape because there are places like venezuela and lebanon and turkey where their currencies are losing hyperinflation is when your currency goes down 50% in one day. 
So that means Jeez. in the morning you had purchasing power of $100 and at night you had the purchasing power of $50. I shouldn't even so laugh. That's the sad. only way like that these people can retain their purchasing power that they get from working every day is as soon as they get paid, convert their money into Bitcoin because they know that Bitcoin isn't going to be, you know, people say Bitcoin's volatile, but um, usually it's not usually it has provably been over the last 10 years uh, volatile to the upside. So would you rather have slow bleeding death guaranteed at inflation where your money is just guaranteed to lose money over time? They're telling you out in the open, you're going to lose this much every year. Inflation is going to stay at least 2%. And that's a lie. But even if you say 2%, you shouldn't be okay with your money losing 2% every year. Um, you know, and, and, and as volatile as Bitcoin is, it's averaged uh, roughly 200% a year over 10 years. So uh, I'll take that all day. Yep. Dude, I, you know, it's funny is like, my money, I can't tell you how long I just had it sitting in a savings account and it was losing all that value. Yeah. And I just can't believe no one in my life ever told me. Like, I think people probably close to me just wanted me to be safe and not, like, you know, spend it wildly. So I had to kind of learn on my own. But it's just crazy to me all those years of school, all those years of college, which I'll be honest, college, I was, you know, doing a lot more other stuff other than mm-hmm. school. But <laughs> I, I, just growing up, like as a kid, like I didn't have one true investing mentor that was like, hey, like you've got to do something with your money. And I kind of just had to learn it in my mid-20s to late 20s, you know? It's mm-hmm. just like, how do how does society let people they care about not see at least like investing money in something? It's but by not, design, I, dude. I can't believe I never knew anything about it. Mm-hmm. It's by design that no one knows anything about it. Hey, I, I do want to bring this into the conversation. Um, my friend Mark, like we were just talking about, um, he's talking about the only coins I am interested in are vintage ones. So the reason for that is that like a white coin or something? No, like vintage ones, like physical um, coins. like a, yeah, physical coins from yeah. long time ago, like maybe Scarce, like a scarcity. Uh, yeah, exactly. Scarcity, yes. Yeah. So Mark, you, you're right on, and we agree with that. But the thing with Bitcoin is it's a limited supply, so you know, just like there's scarce, limited supply of these uh, vintage coins you're talking about, same thing with Bitcoin. There's only X amount of these Bitcoin that will ever exist, and we got a full market chasing after all of them, and they're divisible, so you don't have to own a full coin. You can own half a coin. You can own a, a quarter of a coin. Point oh 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 one of a coin. Right, yeah, and that scarcity is there, so uh, it's not like money today when you can just print you can just print more and I mean obviously I agree with you land is obviously a strong investment but it's not the same type of investment vehicle you can't move land across the country you can't send you can't give land to your friend in five minutes yeah Um, but in Bitcoin you know has all these things that you're talking about scarcity um, and value and it's backed up by the energy used on the network so I, I, I would Say maybe take a look at it and learn a little bit more about it. And uh, put the FBI or something. Or what? Put, What's going maybe on? Like, <laughs> put like five percent of whatever you're comfortable investing <clears throat> in, and then just watch it. Pay attention to it. Watch mm-hmm. it go up and down, and then you'll kind of get a feel for it. But uh, like you said, Jeremy, this is the first time ever that absolute scarcity has been digitally. Uh, proven, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we are able. I'll take some vintage coins too. Don't yeah, get me wrong; absolutely. like that yeah, sounds some awesome. Bullion too. Give me some precious metals. Who knows what's going to happen? But um, they're but, not going to appreciate the same way. Yeah, but they might not lose their value either. So it, it mm-hmm. might be better than might be a better vehicle than cash. Um, so at least it, the the goal is to, to beat inflation. So every year, 
you have to beat inflation and inflation is getting higher even though they're only telling you it's five percent that is a small basket of shitty goods that shouldn't change that much in value five percent should piss you off man a lot of those goods in there um, are like consumer staples where the companies are doing shrinkflation. So they're actually charging you the same amount, but they're giving you less products. You'll see that like maybe like your toilet paper or your paper towels are getting a little bit smaller. Or, like the bag of chips has, uh, you know, more air in it and less chips. And like they're shrinking the bags just by a little and they do it over time um, so that you don't notice it. But that is not getting picked up in the CPI because those prices are staying the same. Um, CPI. The CPI is the consumer price index. So that is the basket of goods that the government uses to measure They always inflation. say it's like 3%. That's what I've always been told. It's rigged. It's a rigged metric because they control what goes in there. And they always say, well, if you're not including food or housing or uh, medical care or right. education, then yeah, then there's no inflation. But put your those money are in a bond. That people, they tell you to put your money in a bond. <laughs> which is crazy because <laughs> right now nothing. bonds are negative, negative yielding. Yeah. <laughs> you know, real real yield on a bond is negative, so it's you're yeah. guaranteed to lose money there too. So the goal is to beat inflation. You know, find something that's scarce that you feel good about, and and try to look, uh, Mark. Mark, I don't know if you're looking at me right now, man. Ever since the 1600s or long before, it used to be freaking pearls, diamonds, uh, all types of shit used to be sold in transactions. Okay, like don't forget tulipomania. All kinds of shit, and really at the end of the day. That. Really? Yeah. And all of these things used to be sold by like ancient, you know, Indians and like people who were just like selling whatever. The reason why it had a lot of value at the time, or even like look at prisons, you know, like guys will sell like their cigarettes or they'll sell like something that was hard for them to smuggle in. The reason why that has a lot of value is because it's scarce. And a lot of stuff that lost its value over time, like diamonds or pebbles or rocks, like whatever used to be sold way back in the day because it was scarce and it would lose its value because it, as technology used to catch up, I'm taking this out of the Bitcoin standard, but like as technology used to catch up, basically they would be able to manifest it and create a lot more abundance. abundance. And so like with Bitcoin, again, like we said, there's a limited supply, there's only 21 million, right? And like, Unless. it's just, there, there's literally, your argument doesn't work, brother. I'm sorry. I'm sure you're a good guy. We need to come up, we need to come at this from a place of understanding because there's lots of people out there who like you just said have been raised in a system where they don't teach you financial education and they don't teach you that you know money printing is bad and they no, tell they you algebra inflation is fucking good. calculus i don't care they, about that shit. but even in college they teach you that inflation is good they make up some scheme in keynesian economics to make you think that it's okay to inflate the currency and it's okay for a few people to be in charge of how much money we print and you know right. we're, we're don't don't let them fool you every money that they print is in is debt and that debt goes is bared on the citizens and the only way they pay that debt back is by taxes so when they print money eventually over time that debt just is on us mm-hmm. hey you made a wise comment the other day actually an interesting comment you go it was something about one of us in our group chat which our group chat is the fucking shit i feel sorry for anyone who's not in it which it's everybody here plus Cole. But anyway, we talked about basically how like all the mining now is all in the United States. And you were like, well, dude, like, I don't know if I like that. I like that, but like, I'd also want to make sure that we're not all consolidated in one country. Just kind of speak to people who are listening, IG Live, whoever, about what you mean about the fact that like Bitcoin needs to be spread out. The people who are mining it, the people who own it. 
why is that so important to somebody who like doesn't understand that philosophy sure yeah um well we talked about how the nodes there's 30,000 of them <laughs> distributed worldwide the whole goal is to what's be a, a node by the way people a, don't know. i got you joe that's good stuff I know a node is, is he coming at me? Uh, no. A node is a validator. Um, it's just a computer on the Bitcoin network that keeps an entire copy of the blockchain um, and it validates it and it checks it. All that the computer does is it checks the blockchain to make sure that everything on there is is where it should be. It audits it. And you have 30,000 of these machines and these machines also vote on the rules. So in order to change the rules to Bitcoin in order well, people say like, oh, well, what if they just choose to print more Bitcoin? You can't just print more Bitcoin because you have to get all these nodes to signal that they want to uh, agree to the rule change. So, uh, uh, no, I'm good. So, so back to what you were saying about why it's a good thing to have things distributed is because you don't want to, in any system, you don't want a single point of failure. That is the one flaw of centralization. So centralization uh, may lead to um, faster faster efficiencies uh, in some areas. So like some of these more centralized coins like Solana um, is able to run a lot more transactions um, than say Ethereum because they're, they're maybe even more centralized. Um, That's like a dictatorship. We, Dictatorships are efficient. Obviously it's one person making decisions. Right, exactly. Yeah, so, so you want... If all of the mining is in one place, it doesn't matter where it is. It doesn't matter if it's in the best place in the world. Like, you know, you never know what's going to happen in the future, and you got to think on a low time preference, right? Mm -hmm. Low time preference. So, yeah, uh, Bitcoin standard. So, Dude, I'll uh, that. <laughs> so, so yeah. So, if we're thinking long term on, a, on like, you know, Thanks, how we want Bitcoin to live forever, we don't mm -hmm. want Bitcoin to just be awesome for the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years. We want it to be good forever. We want it as distributed as possible because in the worst case scenario, a country could crack down like China just did and try to take everything out. So we really don't want everything in one place. But I don't really fear anything happening in the U.S. because it's so infiltrated into our economy now. You know, we just had uh, ETFs, even if they're futures ETFs, uh, ETFs on the stock exchange. We have Bitcoin miners on the NASDAQ. We have MicroStrategy, which is basically like a glorified uh, Bitcoin ETF. You know, we got the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. Um, and then we have institutions. politicians. And then we have institutions that are buying Bitcoin and holding it on their balance sheets. So that's indirect exposure. So, you know, I, I think it's too ingrained in our country already to to outright ban. But I, you never know, man. They they once they realize, like, oh, they're they're trying to stop it. I'm sure they're so, trying to stop it. So what would happen? Like, I guess the second half of my question is like, so what could they do? Like, okay, obviously China like banned mining, banned Bitcoin. I think United States, I guess, could technically do that if they wanted to. So like, what would be like the way to get around that? You know, like. Just have everyone in every country like try to have like nodes. Doomsday scenario, you're saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think they could try to kill the off and on ramps to being able to withdraw your Bitcoin um, or uh, track, not let you send Bitcoin to or send money to certain places. Um, that's why they want to have the central bank digital currency, the CBDC, because then they'll be able to kind of control, censor, surveil your transactions, and they can control the areas where you're allowed to send them and not. That's what, exactly what China's rolling out right now, the digital yuan. Um, 
And basically when you have a central bank digital currency, uh, like they're rolling out, um, they can set your coins for expiry. So that means like they could give you money and say, Hey, you, this money is expires in six months. Dude, that's scary. Yeah. What the fuck? Or they could just censor your transaction or just block you from spending money in certain places or just, you know, like freeze your account. Um, Jeez. I mean, technically any of these non decentralized coins or these coins that have a master, can do that right yes absolutely and the, the scary thing is the proof of stake which is you might as might have heard that uh oh, terminology. The time, everything's proof of stake yeah, basically. proof of stake means the people who are uh staking the most coins are uh getting it, it, i'm they dumb, more clout I'm, they have more clout yeah i'm dumbing it down here but yeah basically they do have more clout so the biggest bag holders have the biggest say mm. and what happens when you get a government who has access to a money printer and they just start printing money and buying that coin, mm. then they'll basically just buy it out. Or they could go to that coin's leader or foundation and say, hey, if you don't uh, shut this coin down, you're going to jail. Yeah. And that's like the greatest part about Satoshi being such a martyr and just disappearing because he knew that Maybe this, literally. this would never have been able to happen if they would have been able to come after him. Yeah, there's a theory out there that it might be Putin, but <laughs> you know what? I, I don't. Even, actually, I'm not gonna say it because if I said it, I might get censored off the internet. So. I've never heard that one. That was uh, funny. I have heard that theory. It's uh, been passed around a couple times. It's interesting. And, the, and by the way, the people who—he's already the richest man in the world. He's got a good. Putin loves Bitcoin. I'm sure he's got a whole gang of Bitcoin. Well, if he does, he's a I smart mean, he man. might be Satoshi. Ah, uh, yeah. That I was mean, funny. Not, yeah. <laughs> never, I've never heard that. Probably, That's good. Hey, I think he's, he's legit, smart guy probably the richest man in the world. Yeah. Satoshi? Or not Satoshi. Satoshi's uh, going to be the first trillionaire. Well, yeah, but. But he's never going to, he's never going to claim his coins. Yeah. Wouldn't that be some shit if we just like all got online one day and Satoshi logged rug in? Rug dust. Rug dust. Wow. Dude, that would be. Uh. Uh, I think I up. think he's had a lot of opportunities to do that already, and yeah. we're we're getting to the point right now in the market where I guess mm-hmm. he does have a lot of coins, but the market is the market cap cap is growing so much and so fast that um, it's really hard to make a dent in mm-hmm. in price by big market sells or big market buys. You know, I think we're at one point two or one point two five trillion, something like that. We're just off silver. Just off silver, silver thinks like 1.4 trillion or something like that. Yeah. Uh, market no. cap for Bitcoin is 1.238 trillion. Yeah. And what's what's gold? Ten? Nine? It's a lot. Do, uh, I, think it went down. I think it's I think 11 it's... trillion. Uh, do top 10 market cap by assets. I thought, I or think... top 10 assets by market cap. I'm sorry. Sworn Pomp or somebody recently said that gold went down. It did. It, it's it's price went down seven percent, but it still has the largest market cap. Oh no, I thought it was a assets ranked by market cap. Number one, gold eleven point three three trillion. Number two, Apple two point four six seven trillion. No, is this Microsoft, vid on me right now? No, it's on me. Oh okay. <laughs> uh, Microsoft like two point three, Saudi Aramco one point nine eight, Alphabet, which is Google one point eight nine. Amazon 1.7, silver 1.37, Bitcoin 1.24. So we we're right coming on the heels. For that ass. Yeah, coming for that ass. All these other ones, gold down 0.01 percent. Well, that's not really going to show us a lot, but Bitcoin. Yeah, what's next? Where are the next big milestones, boys? I would say that 
Just a flipping lot of FOMO, silver, right? A lot flipping of FOMO by these institutions. Dope. Flipping silver. I yeah, think, flipping silver. Uh, physical. So I don't think Mark's ETF. here anymore, but he said he would rather invest in silver. Hey, Mark, uh, Bitcoin's worth more than silver now. Not yet. Shortly. Yeah. Hey, but Mark, you ever consider like you might be a hater, bro? Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately um, the precious metals like gold and silver have been heavily uh, manipulated by Wall Street because of uh, derivatives markets and uh, derivatives ETFs. So they can basically issue so many more paper claims on top of the same underlying asset that the asset goes from being scarce to diluted because it's it is so many different paper claims stacked on top of the same asset um so i think that's the fear with the futures etf is that they're basically trying to you know come for come for bitcoin like they came for gold and silver Mm -hmm. Um, but i think that that's not going to happen because a bitcoin is is a public ledger so it's going to be hard to get away with that b bitcoin is so attractive to buy by itself rather than investing in some shitty futures etf Um, and then c like the physical spot etf should cancel all that stuff out you know what's interesting is um bitcoin is worth almost twice as much as berkshire hathaway that's pretty fucking wild. Yeah, I love looking at that list, dude. It's, yeah, it's that's crazy. a cool list. I'm I just, remember, it's I rem- uh, worth 50% more than Tesla. Yeah, I remember in the beginning of the year, it was lower down. So I did, it was just like climbing. Like first it, mm-hmm. first it flipped Tesla, yeah. then it flipped Facebook. And it was like, holy shit, dude. This oh, is. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Yo, hey, I love everybody except for Mark. Mark, I don't hey, know who you hey, are. Hey, Mark's my man. Mark's I'm sorry. My man, I love dude. you, Mark. Stop it. You, you might be a Biden buddy, but... No, 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 no. Have you ever seen that meme where it's... Uh, I forget what they say. It's like, it's like, oh, yeah, just make sure that that one friend you're bringing it stays cool this time. And then it says that one friend, and it's a picture of... Uh, what's his name? Uh, that little Irish dude. Le- MMA Leprechaun? guy. Wait, not Conor McGregor. Yeah, McGregor. Sorry, little McGregor. Irish guy. Yeah, little sorry, Irish guy. Yeah. yeah, no, 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 Conor. He actually sorry. is small. He actually I is like one I just meant short. Yeah. Um, short king. Short king, by the way. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, but it's like it's like the memes. Like, uh, just make sure that one friend you have just like stays cool. And then it says that one friend, and it's a picture of McGregor just going like this. <laughs> yeah, I Stribbles think uh, I think McGregor's coming after us. Oh, well. That dude's wild, man. He gets some baptized in the Va- the Vatican and then beats the shit out of a DJ a couple hours he later. Kinda, it's kind of like Trump. He kind of reminds me of Trump a little bit where you know how Trump was not too proud to go after like anybody on Twitter? Yeah. And like McGregor will literally go after like an old man in the bar. It's yeah. like, bro, come on, man. Like have a standard for who you're going to go after. But obviously there's a way different scenarios. Yeah. So um, we're, I'm going to hop over here. You're gonna hop off live? I love yeah. live. Yeah, yo, this is fun. I think we should do this like every time, all the time. I don't know yeah. about every time. Yeah, yeah, we gotta keep it sc- scarce. Did it make you? There's only a limit. There's only a limit. No, 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 no. I'm about it, but I feel like sometimes you be scarce. You want what, more value yeah. when you do it less. Well, right? when the when we're on the but podcast, the sometimes. Video, man. Yeah, but but the so people, maybe we're just gonna have to podcast more because I think that some, oh, yeah. sometimes if we're just banging out a podcast with no distractions. Like we're gonna get to some topics that we were not even. Like, no distractions is legit. You know that was kind of hard. Where are we at? Where, where are we at on time? How much time we got left? Uh, it's nine twenty-two. 
54 minutes. We're not that far. All right. Well. All right. Oh shit! I didn't my know nephew's this was like in a here. Big wrap up or something. Listen up, son. We're not getting off here yet. Travis? No, my nephew Jack. Oh. Okay. We're talking to him right now. Jack, you better say yes. Huh. So. Oh, Doctor Selfie himself. Ziz. Ziz. Ziz in the game now Ziz. too. Ziz. Oh. Ziz, you wanna hop on here with us? Ziz slinging some machines either? (laughs) (laughs) Strebel, you asked some good questions, man. Keep it coming. I know, man. John just, I feel like I went to the bathroom and came back out here. Now I'm ready for my next one. About the brewing up. Yeah, I got, how have you guys I'm going to ask McGrew a question. Yeah, yeah. I ain't got shit to say. Well, I mean. Yeah, fuck it. Ask me what it was. I mean, you did sell a a Beamer for Bitcoin. A used Beamer. Yeah, guys got conviction there. So, but it's happening. I had to get the title figured out. But we're good there, dude. Sell these chairs, man. Sell the sell these sell sell everything. Sell the house. Get more Bitcoin. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, that's a good move. Like take equity against your. uh, Yeah, we're looking at. (laughs) We're looking at. I'm fucking serious, man. I I mean, mean, my house is. I mean, don't get me wrong. With thank thank you to uh, Brandon, but my house is appreciating quite fast. Yeah, thanks to. uh, Brandon, I mean, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean the house is appreciated, but not like Bitcoin. Obviously, nothing is. On the any fitness pack Mac thing I posted today, which by the way the videos are like screwed up on IFM right now. What do you mean? Or on Instagram on some of our accounts. Were um, you one of those people who freaked out when Instagram went down for a little for bit? A day? I used to be way more into it, dude. I, I don't post as much anymore, but on IFM, I like this new relationship we have. With, we uh, we, IFM. we have this new post. Oh no! You here? did this? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what's this? It's him posting. I do a million of these a day, so just give me five. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I, give I said, that. I said, can't. I said, <laughs> That's good stuff. I, said, I don't know if you heard me, but I did over a thousand. Yeah. Yeah, I said I can't trust Anchor a man, man that lies about his reps. Like, <laughs> uh, anyway, my point with that was I was going to post for the geographical location. Let's go, Brandon. But then I was like. Yeah, dude. Is Let's that kind stay of too away from uh, I'm just trying not to get censored. I know, I know. Um, so I guess like, dude, I, we were talking about milestones before I, I took a little break, and I was wondering like, okay, we got the ETFs, we got institutional, bigger, large business, you know, FOMO coming in probably for the rest of this bull run, and then uh, obviously we got countries like El Salvador. Probably more countries are going to start piling in and starting to make it like a legal tender. And then like, what else do you like envision? Maybe in the next. It doesn't even have to be this next bull run, but in the next like year or two. Um, what's like a huge milestone that you want to see happen? I think a big, a high transaction company brings it on board, like Lightning Network on board, like a start. Not maybe not Starbucks, but like a Starbucks. That'd be cool. You're saying Dude, Starbucks would be fire. Starbucks already is doing Lightning right. Network and well, outside. Well, in outside, I'm saying like yeah. here. Yeah. In the so, important economy. Yeah, I love that, and I think the Lightning Network is phenomenal, and it really um, basically renders all shit coins useless, but uh, most of them. But I, I don't think that you're going to see, like you said, in an affluent country like America, people really wanting to spend their Bitcoin. You know, people mm-hmm. would rather hold it and that, that's okay um it's totally okay uh for it to be used as a store of value there's nothing wrong with that that doesn't mean it's not gonna eventually turn into a medium of exchange but i'm interested to see 
uh, the great hash migration uh, uh, coming in uh, and getting to different places. I, I mean, obviously, the U.S. is a leader right now. We're bringing up a bunch of all these public companies are just borrowing a bunch of money from the bank and and investors and then they're just setting up these enormous mining operations you mm. know like millions and millions and millions of dollars facilities yeah. also energy i think energy is so cool yeah. i think i would challenge everyone to kind of do some diligence as to how energy works and how the grid works that's a whole because podcast yeah topic, because because you might be surprised that you know a lot of the fud earlier in the year was that energy bitcoin's too energy intensive um but in reality bitcoin has the ability to add capacity to the grid and then in a in a free market grid like texas uh when the grid's overrun uh the bitcoin miners can actually sell that energy back to the grid so it helps uh level load when they're when they're overrun um and then also the the use of renewables like flaring uh flaring of methane you know uh in in oil and gas companies there's a certain amount of gas or oil i'm sorry i'm not a pro but they, that they can't bring to market just because mm-hmm. it's not they can't it's it's too cost intensive to break to put it in a pipeline um, and it, they just end up burning it off. So you'll pass an oil and gas uh, refinery and you'll see that they're just flaring this gas off. Uh, they call it flare gas. And what we can do now is there's companies that are able to monetize that flared gas by building Bitcoin mining facilities right there on site, harnessing that gas, with, which would otherwise be flared and adding more. Yeah. And, and so we're actually reducing you know, uh, the, the carbon and all the other bullshit that they're burning off and you're able to monetize the, the energy right there on site. So that's cool. I Texas think that's going to really grow. big with that right now, right? Yeah. Texas has been a main I regulation. Think. It's all regulation. You need fa- favorable regulation. That's what I'm worried about. My one thing that I'm still a little concerned about, not concerned, but just like kind of have a little bit of uh you know apprehension around is the fact that like how is the government and all we have people like ted cruz you know we have politicians that have warmed up and even starting to push bitcoin very very few but then we also have people like senator warren you know pocahontas we have people oh god just that are i know well hey man (laughs) i gotta bring it up it's a bit part of it it's It's so funny because she has ingratiated her way into the bitcoin topic and unfortunately she's the but she's right she's like this like progressive woman of the people like trying to to help uh people who are underprivileged and bitcoin is the one thing that will help them and and yet she's trying to currency it democratizes everything that we know about financial systems so the fact that you would be the fact you'd be against that but then saying you're for the people is just like that's all these it's a lot far left motherfucks they're (laughs) fucking lying about what they care about they're pretending to be for the people (laughs) but they're goddamn for big interest pretending to be for the people as tale as old as time the fucking grackai brothers in fucking 500 bc back in rome started this shit you pretend to be for the poor people so they love you and then you just protect your fucking self fuck elizabeth warren I'm out. See you later, live motherfuckers. Yeah, I think they're all like Dude, that, that unfortunately, so cool. though. Dude, I this think, podcast does not get ev- launched. I'm making you so mad. Go ahead. Every single one of them are like that, not just yeah. Warren. And Warren just well, is, AOC, is, too. I think AOC is against Bitcoin, oh too. AOC is just Which, honestly, so AOC, like, she's, you literally could be so much bigger if you literally just didn't... Like, I feel like a lot of people still think she's going to be president someday. 
But, like, if she just didn't have such ridiculous comments and stuff that she, she It just seems like, I don't know, I mean, she apparently has an economics degree, but it just seems like she lacks, like, a like an understanding. Or maybe she just doesn't care. Maybe, like you were saying, Jeremy, that's just, like, you know, the party way to, you know, pretend like they're there to help you and then really just rug pull you um, and, and make you a surf class. That's what they all want, though. It's not just it's not just the far lefties. It's, it's, it's the highest people in power that would prefer to have... Uh, you know the the lower the lower class individuals, which is anyone who's not making Scum a gazillion eggs. bucks. Uh, God, eat, they them. want us to eat bugs. They want us to live in a pod. They want exactly. us to be soy boys, and they want us to be they're, soft they're and just not real. have a million genders. Yeah, and they want you to eat fake meat. Use their fake fucking money. They're lying, bro. They said that literally, it's all about demand. The demand's too high, but yet you look at all these videos online and the sub. The chains, the supply chains, all cut off right now. Like all the shelves are cleaned. It's like, no, you guys are literally lying to us. Like we see what's happening. Yeah, it's and you and, can't even hide it. Dude. And I don't want to get in this. I don't know if we're like moving this into like I don't. Yeah, I don't want to get political. I don't want to get too political. My point yeah. is just like, but there is. Would you not like? There's an intersection could, of Bitcoin. You could totally say there's an intersection right now. I feel Sorry, like I low heated. No, it's <laughs> okay. What, what, what I'm starting just, to notice, God, I, I hate that word. I was right going preach. Dude, I'm starting to see. All in all, and like you can call me conspiracy, I don't even care. Like you can say like the Great Awakening kind of is happening, and, and what I mean is like you can see all of these large, powerful conglomerates, media, governments, everything starting to unravel, man. And like social media, as much as like we all are kind of like talk shit about it and like say it's like a waste of time or it's censorship, I think the greatest gift that social media has given us is just the fact that like it's exposed. Everything that yeah. we once knew, I honestly almost feel sorry for our parents because I feel like them and even the generations before them were all lied to about the internet, everything. Dude, yeah, and they You're never, right. it's they always never been, knew. They didn't I've, know because of social media. I've been asking myself the same exact question: like, has it always been this bad, or are we? Did I just like wake up and take the red pill one day? Mm. You know, like did I just wake up one day and I realize we're all in the matrix, or like you know. Has it always been that? But I think it honestly has. But it I think it's covert. worse. It was all and right now. It didn't it's have just to so be as bad because people couldn't find out otherwise. So they could tell like a, a little white lie and would cover everything. But now you got people on Reddit that are finding every little missing hair and every detail. And now you have to like really spread it on thick. And like the people believe a bolder lie. That's just uh, I think it's one of the laws of power. Is like if you're gonna tell a lie, tell a bold lie because that's more believable. Mm. That's what we're fucking living through today. Yeah, I mean, back in the day, it was still the same way where, you know, the rich people own the media, but there was just way less sources of media. So the only sources of information you had were whatever they wanted to tell you, you know? I, I think it's crazy now how coordinated everything is. It's like, it seems like yeah, everything, that's weird. everything is coordinated. Like, all of these forces are aligning and it's it's visible and they're not even trying to hide it anymore and i don't want to get too deep into the po politics thing but you know um, we, we let's not coordination we don't have to go right, i think there's totally they're definitely symmetric i think they're definitely like pertinent with one another but if we don't go down that road that's fine but what i would say is can you at least admit that like without being political at all like the financial you know system everything since you said 1951 when the fed was well, not, 1951 was the last time it's been audited. 1971 was when they took us off the gold standard, and that's when it. Yeah. That's when you'll go to that site that says, you know, what the fuck happened in 1971, and you'll see all the crazy shit. World Economic Forum formed in 1971. 
Yeah, awesome. I just it just seems to me, man, like everything's coordinated right Gosh, now. Gosh, Robin like, the Gloves. The like media, <laughs> the government. God, that guy's been right for so long, dude. Yeah. So long. <laughs> and they canceled him. They canceled AJ. Think about all those financial. Dude, we're more popular than ever before. Sorry, continue. My bad. I'm drunk. Gives a fuck, man. That was the yeah. coolest rant I've ever seen. I love that was rants. A best. That was awesome. I fucking love rants. So I just think it's bullshit, man. How the media—they're not looking out for our best interests, and people can just not see it. And the fact that they bash Bitcoin or they bash whatever, when Basically Bitcoin just is do the opposite, proven to literally help so many people. Forget Americans, even for a second, just like people in other countries. Like they don't care, dude. That's not selling. Just, that's not selling. That's not that's not on script. That's not on brand. Bro, they gotta you, control the narrative. Have you ever heard of Bronze Age mindset? A Bronze Age pervert. Bronze Age, what's it called? The the book's called Bronze Age Mindset. It's no. by Bronze Age pervert, which which is a hilarious name. <laughs> <laughs> but you gotta listen to this book. It's just like so. It's the most based fucking book I've ever heard in my life. Wow. It's Sounds but like it's all about it's like, yo, China over there. I know we don't realize this, but they're 5,000 years ahead of us. Mm. Like, we think that we're ahead of them. They're 5,000 years, civilizationally, we're 5,000 years behind them. Like, they've been around forever. Yes. And so, like, what they want is they want that bug man society. They want us all living in the pod. And, like, we're now bringing that over here. Yeah. Because it's better for control. Yeah, yeah it's scary. That's scary. Yeah. You know, you know what else is scary? They want you to go to work, go home, Bitcoin do nothing fixes else. This. Bitcoin is your only way out, and that's why it takes away power. That's why I'm so not opposed. I mean, yeah, I, so I don't. I think that shitcoin should be able to exist in a free market. I think that they should be allowed to be bought and sold, and I think the market should decide what's valuable because in the end, eventually, all the money is going to go to the hardest asset and the hardest money, um, which is Bitcoin. But but the the ability to operate outside of the state with your money to separate you know we talk about separation of church and state but this is the separation of money and state and mm, it's a power it's a powerful that's concept, church right dude. there yeah it's a powerful concept you don't need that the idea that you need the state for your money uh is is just you know you know what i got from that podcast that we were talking about earlier when they were talking about like how the fed got started was the definition of fiat like Basically, wasn't that, it's just, wasn't that like a, that whole thing was about fiat? Yeah, like, yeah. yes. It was. I, uh, it was yeah. So what good. is like? What does fiat actually mean? It was I someone think. writing under a pseudonym too. It was just like yeah. some guy who posted, it and it was so good. It was yeah, it was so good, and it was just about the reason that we have the money that we have now is because they say so, mm-hmm. and the reason we've always had that whatever money it's been is they say so. Yeah. But now, like, we all say so. Yes. Literally, all 170 million of us that have or that have a Bitcoin wallet say so. It's just such a big idea, and I think that the reason why people sometimes are hesitant um, to get on board is just because there's almost, like you guys are obviously super based, so you guys caught on, but you know, it, there's almost, you have to have a little bit of distrust in the current system right. in order to be able to be susceptible or open to understanding Bitcoin. Otherwise, you're just going to be blocked off and you're kind of programmed to write it off because you don't like things that operate outside of the system. I think the scary thing, though, is like, okay, obviously us, I mean, I don't know if you call me a Bitcoin maximalist, but I'm definitely getting close. <laughs> like, you know, I'm on that side, right? Then you got the people like Mark who's calling into our radio talking a bunch of smack. 
<laughs> he's probably still, you know. No, dude, man, he's he just some dude. Yeah, like, he's just he's look, just some old dude 60, that like is just trying to. Be I, smart I, I love you, Mark. Mind, I'm just dude. I'm just messing around. We're just, we're just kidding, dude. I like yeah, Mark. Mark's my man. Mark, I'll buy you a beer, bro. God damn. <laughs> I love Listen, it. Yeah, well, but Mark, but Mark is you know opposite. So like, what I'm saying is like, we're all trying to find that happy medium, okay? Or at least that's like the idea, okay? How do we all come together and think of this in a way that can make everyone happy? But this, the scary thing is like, okay, and then you think of like crypto in general. Is that like the happy medium? And it's not because, again, crypto, most of these coins, they can be mass produced. They can be proof, That's why I don't like the proof, word crypto. They can be proof of stake. I feel like I'm Raylo talking right now. Yeah. But like the bottom line is like, but Bitcoin is truly the only thing that really matters. So like, I hate to say this, but like, there really is no happy medium. I don't think. No. Like, it's more like it's just going to be a slow progression to get everybody to our side, yes. which was why I was saying earlier, medium of exchange, like I'll admit, I actually think we are very far still. I don't yeah. even know, if, I don't even That's know if it will happen in my lifetime. I hope yeah, it does. You're right. I and, think it will be a very long time it, before it doesn't happens, matter because but I think the, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say it doesn't matter because Bitcoin's gonna appreciate, you know, 20, 40, 60. Yeah. I, I mean, it's probably gonna appreciate a good 20 X, um, you know, in, in the next decade or so. And it doesn't need to turn into a medium of exchange to do that because the total addressable market is all the money in the world. And right now, Bitcoin is only 0.5% of that. So we are, if you look at the adoption curve, it's like a traditional adoption curve. Um, you know, I think we're even before the early adopters. Um, but sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, bud. What were no, you no, no, no. I was almost done. I think I was just saying like, yeah, I mean, I right now, like, of course, I just want to hold my Bitcoin and hodl, you know, because I don't have a realistic place to go and spend it. You know, I guess I could technically go to Bitcoin ATMs or I could find somewhere that accepts Bitcoin. But in my you don't opinion, need to. like I'd rather hold it and just have it accumulate, appreciate in value, have it be a digital asset. Mark talks about how he loves real estate. Well, hey, guess what, Mark? This is digital real estate, bud. <laughs> this is this is literally your option to have something that appreciates in value at a higher rate than any, you know, property you're going to own. Like, I don't know, man. It's just yeah, like... Yeah, I mean, after property taxes and after all the middlemen and after, um, you know, HOA or everything, all the other God stuff forbid, that comes... Your, you know. your tenant doesn't pay their bills and they have to, you know, God forbid something or a disaster happens. Maybe, like, you have to fix some really expensive thing on the property. Like, there's so many expenses, whereas, like, Bitcoin, you just... Hodl it, or you can do mining. I mean, that's a whole nother story. Mining, yeah. there are some services to run your machines, and you have cap, you know, everything else that goes into it. But uh, I don't know, man. I just, Jeremy, where are you at over here, man? Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. <laughs> My bad. A little drunk. Do we, want, do we want to wrap this puppy up? Yeah, uh, we can wrap it should. Yeah, yeah, we can wrap it up. <clears throat> I think I think we should all leave with a. I got nothing to add to the conversation anymore. Oh, that's I, uh, bullshit, man! You always drank a little to too much, and well, not too. You much, had the greatest rant I've ever great. seen. But yeah, uh, yeah. I'm done. What do you guys think? Should we uh, should we go Skybag Radio or should this be bold behavior? I like go bold along behavior. with it. I like, I like bold behavior I like as bold well. Behavior. I got. I have one thing that I would like to say. If we are going to make it bold behavior. I don't. I'm not gonna. Well, for whatever much my vote is worth, which it may not be worth very much. <laughs> One fourth. I'm. I'm only giving my <laughs> vote. It's worth a lot, boy. To the final prize, if we sell apparel, we gotta have some bull. Yes. Some dope bull behavior. I want to talk about whoa, that. Whoa, whoa! Have you not seen my dope bull Please. behavior apparel? 
Bro, it's uh, it's fire. It's straight fire. It is. Yeah, bullbehavior.com. Check us out. Buy some shit. Yeah. Actually, you know what? We got to get the fuck off of uh, Teespring. It's so expensive. Yeah. It's like, I wouldn't. I yeah. love my brand, but I would never buy a $35 shirt. If we start selling some shirts, hats, whatever. And we yeah. just don't. There's not really a good margin on that at, after that point, right? Well, the margin's still there, but I mean, it's like. Uh, not as high as it could be. Yeah. It, it could be a lot better. Yeah. But we wouldn't have as much inventory. But, but I just did that to while. test shit. To yeah. See if people are interested Proof in buying that shit. Proof of concept. Proof of yeah. work. You yeah. see this mic right exactly. here, though? You see this mic? This is reserved for any bear that wants to come on the show. <laughs> I dare you. I dare you. That's, well, that's, literally, I feel bad. That's in honor of Mr. Alex Cole. Is right it? there. That mic know, right there. That's Alex Cole's he's doing, mic. He's doing things in the Big Apple right now, and he's not going to be on the show for a while. There will come a day. Yeah. Okay. He'll be here hey, by sure. the way, whoever the bear is, they get this mic. I'm tired of having this one. <laughs> <laughs> this one's like... This one is so. Dude, like, that's what you get for coming late. Because so I actually sat down there and I was like, "This mic sucks. I'm gonna leave this one for <laughs> three." Like, <laughs> hope I'm even on this show, man. This might not might not have worked. It worked. Yeah, we're we're here. All right. So uh, thanks for listening to Scallywag Radio. It's actually now bull behavior. So if you made it this far, now you know you're in the inside of. Yes. Technically, this was the first episode. Yes. So Good transition. Bull Boys. behavior, baby. Great first episode. That was that was uh that was fun. Yes, it was a pleasure. Yeah. Can't wait to do it again. All right, y'all. Yo, check us out bullbehavior.com. Check us out on Corsair Coin at Corsair Coin. Uh, we're mining Bitcoin and we're giving you the opportunity to invest as well. Uh, you guys got anything else to add? Buy Bitcoin. Yeah, buy all, Bitcoin, all motherfuckers. All time high. 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 All right, see you, motherfuckers. Later. Peace.